0: Yeah. And I love that uh, that differentiation that you made there of like, we're not trying to manipulate people. Mm. It's that persuasion of you want them, you want your, your target clients as they're interacting with your brand to mm. have a certain feeling and a certain emotion.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I always say, we're here to tell the truth with passion. Mm. That's all it is. And if I can't help you, then... Don't pick me. I'm actually not the right fit. And so let's make it really clean, let's make it really simple. Um, And that's all we need to be and stuff. So, yeah, that's it.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom in the Tangents podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. I'm here to help you grow your business, build community, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Every week, I bring in other photographers, creative entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So, whether it's from our topic of the episode or one of the many tangents that we will follow, you will walk away with some wisdom to implement in your business. And in your life. Each interview is recorded live in our Facebook community where you can ask questions and be part of the conversation. If you've been a fan of the show for a little while, you've probably recognized that I love the psychology behind what we do, why we make decisions, why our clients make decisions, and how we can use that to uh, both serve our clients well and build our businesses to be successful. And today, is a delight. I have Erwin Howe in here and he is talking all about psychology and the psychology behind the influence that you hold, both in your business, through marketing and client experience and in your life. This episode is packed with so many business changing moments and tips. So get ready to press pause, rewind a couple seconds and uh, and take some notes during this conversation with Erwin Howe. Erwin is the founder of a web design agency, Chromatics, where they build websites that make you money. Love that tagline. He's also a founder at Conversion Cow, a dedicated conversion SaaS tool that helps businesses fast forward their sales process and see better results with leads and conversion. You are going to love this episode. I loved this episode. I am gonna listen back to it again this week. Um, but here, enjoy my conversation with Irwin Howe. Erwin, welcome to the podcast. I am very excited to uh, to chat with you today. Just like your energy and the the pre show banter that we've had, I'm like this is gonna be it's gonna be a fun conversation. This is gonna yeah, be good. Love it. it is like afternoon for you right now, and it is like almost 10 o'clock for me uh, at night so the 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 high energy is definitely something that i need I'll keep you awake, <laughs> at the friend. end of the day yeah. keep you awake. i'm like Love i had it. my my last coffee was uh, hours and yeah. hours ago so um uh, but yeah yeah thank you so much for being on the show i'm excited to chat
1: thank you for having me i really appreciate it and yes i'll definitely keep you awake hopefully and stuff Cool. Cool.
0: Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be fun. Well, can you give us a little uh, background about you, where you're based, um, all the things you
1: do? Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, my, my name is Erwin. Erwin is in Steve Erwin, uh, the crocodile hunter. Yes, we are down in Australia. So that kind of helps to tie that in uh, together. Um, and yeah, I, I actually used to, I come from an ad agency background. I used to work for the two top ad agency down here in Melbourne, uh, Australia. Uh, so I used to work for George Pat's, uh Cleminger BBDO, as if knows, know BBDO worldwide. And rather than work for the man, I thought I'd be the man. And so I decided to break out and start my own agency in 2009. And so I started my, uh, actually I have a few other small ventures, we'll call it, a little bit of adventures. Uh, But my main agency is Chromatics. And so we make websites that make your phone ring. It's a simple, as that. And so uh, it's been a bit of a journey. It's 14 years now. Uh, we've built it up to a certain level. Uh, we have uh, easily 10 plus staff. Uh, we've won 80 something design awards and mentions. I've analyzed personally 60,000 websites myself. And uh, I can't wait to kind of, um, yeah get into things and, and, and break things apart, rip apart and share whatever I can as well. And so uh, outside of doing all that, uh, I also do own my own SaaS company as well called Conversion Cow. And outside of that, uh, I'm a dad of two uh, beautiful daughters. I also have a furry friend called Muffin, who is our new Groodle. Uh, and I thought we'd never have never kids again, but getting a puppy yeah. uh, absolutely wrecks you. So <laughs> if you're listening and you're thinking of, not having kids again, please don't get a puppy uh, is my two cents. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: How old are your
0: kids? If you don't mind me
1: asking. Oh, my, my kids are much older now and stuff. So they're about 12 and 10, I think. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah. Uh, getting older. I'm yeah. not, Hopefully too old, but I was, uh, yeah. was going
0: to say it sounds like they're older. Since you were like, it's like having a young kid again because, like, we, uh, my my wife and I, we have our, our youngest is two and a half, so we're still in that mm. that young kid stage. We've had you know someone in diapers uh, in the house for the last absolutely eight nine years. So um, yeah, we were we're like we will get a pet. Later, yeah. on. Later, still, later, yeah, on, yeah. later on we're yeah. still <laughs> young kids we'll that are on much the, like we'll pets.
1: do later this yeah absolutely yes. whenever mm. they
0: can help take care of it that sounds like a great time to get a pet for uh, sure but for sure. yeah well awesome that's that's very cool it's uh, that sounds like a, a lot that you're doing and i love the the design work and all of that um and uh congrats on on 14 years that Thank is you. that is a long time for a um for an entrepreneur to to be in a business i know a lot of uh self-employed businesses end up kind of shutting down after three years it's really hard to get over mm. that hump and i'm sure a lot of people listening right now are like yeah i'm in my third year and it is really hard to get <laughs> over this hump right now um, well, they, but- they do
1: say after seven years there's a bit of a seven-year itch of doing something else mm. and so mm. now that we're 14 so i guess i've had two itches and uh, i'm still here so <laughs> call me crazy so yeah <laughs>
0: Well, cool. What got you into um, design and all of that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always been fascinated about design, not just for the aesthetics, uh, aesthetic look side mm. of things, but more the psychology of how design can move us, mm. can change us, yeah. uh, can really um, – uh, yeah, I guess we might have a certain thought on something and then suddenly like, whoa, I can I can shift that per- perspective and stuff. So I'm more fascinated not just by design alone. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like a good font, maybe not Comic Sans, uh-huh. and I love a good exactly. image and did photography and I love – I'm looking at that depth of field on your end, loving all that. But to me, design creates a mood. Mm. Uh, There's a lot of psychology, persuasion, influence in uh, the way we present colors uh, and how we analyze colors and and design. So, yeah, that's what gets me going. That's Mm. awesome. Yeah.
0: That is something that um, I, as I was really like – my, my first rebrand. Cause I, I, probably after about three years, I was like, I should probably have a logo or something or like brand colors. And, hmm. uh, and around that time I started looking into all that and working with a designer and learning about the psychology of certain colors. Whenever you're picking your brand colors and that, you know, you shouldn't just go with your favorite color because it may not oh, uh, psychologically yeah. be bringing in, uh, the, what, what you, uh, what you're wanting. Um, Could you speak to that? I know there's like a ton about the psychology of colors and all that, but maybe just a couple points there.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think the key word I always say is the word intentional. Uh, When you design something, when you choose a color or when you choose a font, when you choose an image, everything has to be done uh, with uh, intention. Um, you, you don't just slap it on because, like you said, you don't just choose it because it's your favorite color. Trust me, if my if I was able to use my favorite color, everything would be green. Um, but you know what? Green's are horrid. Well, I, apologies for anyone listening who has a green <laughs> logo. Nothing wrong. But just for me, it just doesn't work um, because it looks a bit shrek-like. You know, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so we want to use colors that have purpose uh, with, with good intention and stuff. So absolutely um, branding. And let's, let's go back a step before web design. Mm. Branding is actually very important. Not just the colors, but even the words you use, the name, the meaning. It all evokes, and here's the key word, emotion. Yes. And so how do we play with that emotion in a way that speaks loudly for your business? We're not here to manipulate someone, to trick someone. Um, but hey, let's be honest. We all make judgments on things we see. And so, yeah, that's that's uh, that's my take on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I love that uh, that differentiation that you made there of like we're not trying to manipulate people into Mm. like that. I don't know. It almost feels like that like sleazy car salesman type deal of like I'm gonna gonna pull you in for this and then I'm gonna upsell and yeah, yeah. I'm just like like a little miser over there, but like it's that persuasion of you want them, you want your your target clients as their interacting with your brand to mm. have a certain feeling and a certain emotion. And then Absolutely. there are certain yeah. ways that you can do to persuade them to yeah. have that emotion.
1: Yeah. And I always say, we're here to tell the truth with passion. Mm. That's all it is. And if I can't help you, then don't pick me. I'm actually not the right fit. And so let's make it really clean. Let's make it really simple. Um, and that's all we need to be and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. So how are, what are some ways that, that we can incorporate that uh, kind of persuasion and influence through our brand, through the way that we show up for our clients.
1: Yeah. I was actually doing a, a video for someone else just about the little things. So the little things that we do that add a lot of impact um, to just the way we're portrayed. And so here's a common one that I see uh, clients have. They have uh, fuzzy photos or cheap stock images. Yep. Y- you do know that affects the way we see uh, you know, websites and stuff. And, and here's a funny analogy I actually heard on the radio. Um, there's this radio presenter, and he was actually sharing about this story about what does the inside of your car look like? Right? That was his topic. What does the inside of your car look like? I don't know about you, but for me, the inside of my car, it's it's pretty messy. Yeah. Leftover Maccas, you know, yesterday's takeout, all that kind of stuff, right? For my missus, her car is absolutely immaculate. It is clean. It's, it's a little, it's, it's too sickly clean, right? Yeah. And what the guy was saying is based on psychology and as a fun demonstration. And please, John, have a think about what your car's like the interior. Yeah.
0: A, lot, interior a lot like yours, Erwin. It looks a lot yeah, like yours. The interior <laughs> of your
1: car represents the type of person you are inside. That's actually what the the radio host was saying. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe I'm a bit of a ordered chaos inside, you know? (laughs) I'm a bit messy, but it's actually wrong. My wife is very orderly, uh, very structured, uh, very clean. But I kind of apply this to our designs, our websites. Our designs and our websites represent us. So if our design is busy and messy, then it kind of shows that the professionalism, mm. our product, uh, our service is messy as well. And so that's why we need to clean up these little things. So coming back to design, so if you're using a cheap uh, stock image or you're using colors that just, are really, just like, really just don't blend well together or you're using like four different fonts on this one small design uh-huh. area, it kind of has this sense of you don't know what you're doing and you're actually not as structured. You're not as professional. You're not as clean as what you really are. And so I always say, hey, let's keep, let's go back to basics. Let's just get the simple things down. And then let's make certain elements just popping really good, clean fonts, clean photos, clean videos mm. to really make it come alive. That's my interpretation, but that's just how I see it. And yeah. Hopefully it kind of inspires others to go, hey, number one, what can I clean up in my website or design uh, and maybe we should clean the inside of our cars as well so yeah after
0: <laughs> yeah. This, so. yeah once a a good annual cleaning of the car is is in store for sure um but yeah i mean you mentioning like all the different fonts i don't know how many websites i've gone to like doing um either website audits Ooh. or critiques or something for uh mentees and and just ha- all the different fonts i mean one Um, just on like the, the, the engine of your, of your website, it's going to be slower. The more fonts you have loaded in Mm. there, um, yeah. But then it's just like you were saying, just super messy too, seeing all of these different fonts and your brain changing from, you know, oh, we got comic sans over here. And now, you know, times new Roman and like all of these going back and forth. Um, But yeah, I love that. Just kind of keeping it simple back to the basics picking one or two good fonts to to really kind of have as throughout your your whole site mm. and uh in your brand yeah 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 okay that's that's so good and yeah and of course to the pictures too it's especially for you know i know a lot of the the audience a lot of the listeners are photographers i'm also a photographer um and that's also something that s- sometimes i see photographers have uh blurry photos i know that's kind of a trend right now but like unintentionally blurry photos just like uh poor quality or pixelated yeah. and that is a big turn off even if your client is not looking to hire a photographer it's a, a huge turn off um uh, it just it seems cheap and and like For you sure. didn't really Pay too much attention. You're just like, okay, well, I'll just throw this up there as a screenshot from my phone,
1: whatever. Mm. I'll,
0: I'll, it'll work.
1: Yeah. And I think if, if, if you haven't learned anything else from Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. though, uh, though he's actually done so much, I guess, in the design world, oh, yeah. uh, less really is more it actually takes more brain power to try to simplify something than to just go, you know what, let's just smatter everything on the screen. Or if you're in in photography, oh, let's, you know, let's put everything into it. Let's no. actually the less there is, the more focus there is, yeah. the more intention, the more it just really pops. Mm-hmm. And so I've trained all my designers and uh, the people I mentor as well. I just go, oh, if you can't say in a few words or you can't, Um, use a few pictures adding more to it just busies it makes it more busy it actually doesn't add any more substance and that's what we would go we'd rather go for quality uh, than quantity so yeah yeah
0: Yeah. i i feel like that i'm very long-winded especially when it comes to like writing my own copy and everything i'm just like oh i've gotta i've gotta put this in there and i go i mean it's it's in the name of the show, I'd go off tangents all the time. And I do that, too, where I'm just like, oh, well, they they need to know this. And I'll put this in there. And my about me page was just like scrolling (laughs) for days. Like uh, and and finally I went through and like tried to read it. And I was like, I can't even Mm. follow what I'm trying to say here, much less someone who knows nothing about me. And they're coming here to learn about me. Uh, Mm. But like you think about like the really big uh, companies like like nike like their slogan is just do it It it's like super whittled down three words there's not a lot in there of like be the best athlete and go do the things you want to do it's like that is what that means but it's it's very simplified and you know Mm. a, a lot of just like white space all around it to where it's just that focus like you said the less there is the more the focus is on their their phrase what they want you to feel 100%. whenever you're dealing with their brand hmm. oh so, yeah i love that yeah this is this is fun i love i love psychology and just like why we think certain things and why uh um, like even yeah. even subconsciously um why we do the things that we do um and and all of this like with branding too is just like marrying two things together that I love to talk about all the time. Hey, y'all, quick break to share with you about something new that I put together on the new website, podcast.allheartphoto.com, which has all the show notes from today's episode as well as many others. But you know, I am here to help you build your business and create the lifestyle you always dreamed of. And with that comes some resources that I have found very helpful for me building my business and also some resources that I put together, some guides and email templates and things like that, that I think would be really helpful for you. So if you want to go check that out, head over to podcast.com. Just that, podcast.com. That's the whole thing head over to podcast.allheartphoto.com slash resources. You can also go check out podcast.com if you want to. I've never been there. Let's give it a shot. Check them out too. Free ad for you, podcast.com. Now back to the show. What are some ways that we can connect with our clients and really build that connection through our branding, through how we uh, interact with
1: them online? Yeah, for sure. Well, we've talked about color and stuff, so being Mm -hmm. intentional with the colors that we use uh, in our branding when it comes to – so I'm going to cover cover a bit of everything for design. So when it comes to branding, um, less is more, keep it simple. Uh, I mean, all the normal design aspects, you know, in terms of uh, visual hierarchy, visual cues, all that kind of stuff. Um, But remember, uh, design incorporates not just imagery and colors, but also text as well, content. And I think the biggest thing is we need to understand the purpose of the design piece we're doing. And so I just want to play more on the website side, if you don't mind, just for a second, because having analyzed that many websites and owning a web agency and and dealing with people's websites all the time, uh, we realized that web design shouldn't in my eyes sometimes shouldn't actually be called web design should actually be called web sales with design mm. and so what i mean by that is too i find a lot of designers they approach the project uh, to make something visually stunning and there's nothing wrong with that and if anything i love a fantastic uh, good-looking website but the website has a purpose and and I guess maybe I stumble across a lot of clients who uh, have a website, a business-to-business business or business-consumer. The website has a purpose. That purpose is let's get a lead. Let's actually get some sales, right? So for me, what is the purpose of the site? And if the purpose is sales, then do we really care as much about it? And don't get me wrong. I'm creative director. I love design and stuff of like that. Then should we really be focusing on Say, for example, you know, fonts, colors, brands, or should we also focus on how do we make someone do something and mm-hmm. feel, and here's the keyword: trust, confidence in the business. And so to me, I believe designers need to learn sales skills. Um, and sales skills, skills, not as in how to be a slimy salesperson and stuff, please right. don't do that, <laughs> but the sales psychology. And let's break it really simple, and we call it um, – the sales summary sequence. It's really simple. Who are you? What do you do? Why should I choose you? How do I get in touch with you? Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Okay. So who are you? What do you do? Why should I choose you or prove what you say is true? How do I get in touch with you? It's really simple. And if you can't remember that, uh, think about the best first date you ever went on. I have to say best date. I just have said to some people, think of a date and they kind of cringe a little bit. Uh, uh, you would have actually asked the same questions. I know right. it's not a sales pitch, but in some ways it is. Who are you? What do you do? Why should I choose you? Or tell me, tell me more about you. We'll call it because it's a bit rude if you say, why <laughs> should I choose you? Right. Um, <laughs> it's, oh, everyone thinks that. And then, um, hey, can I ask, can I get a second date? Can I get that third date? Can mm-hmm. I? Because again, we can't pitch marriage off the bat and stuff and so yeah just having these sales psychology principles in mind will actually help to enhance and and imagine taking that and blending it with great design
0: Mm -hmm.
1: when these two things come together you become captain planet and you're actually going to kill it uh, for a website so
0: yeah. yeah yeah i love that that idea of like really getting to know them and, and, uh, and allowing them to get to know you through your website and, and asking yourself those questions, which I think is so great. So everyone listening right now, like write down those questions, I'll have them in the show notes too. And you can answer those if you don't have that answered for your business. Uh, because like that is essentially they're on a first date with you as they're checking mm. out your website and they're like, okay who is this person? Like, why, why should I choose you over the other 10 tabs that I have open right now that I've been looking at all day? And, and yeah, that like, that differentiating factor of, Hey, this is what makes me special. This is how I'm going to make you feel whenever you're working with me and having that, um, on, on your website that just, it's, it's very clear, um, and, and not like how, how I was talking about earlier, where you're just like, you know, paragraph and paragraph about like everything, because no one's going to read paragraphs unless it's like your mom mm. checking out your website or something and just like, oh, what did John put over here? And uh, but yeah, anyone who's on a first date does not want to hear a 30 minute, you know, uh, spiel about, you know, why it is that blue is their favorite color.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, okay. So what are like maybe some, some next steps once we've had answered these questions and, uh, and starting to, to figure out how to, to, to put those answers out there, uh, for our target clients to see what are some next steps that the, the listeners can do, uh, just kind of moving forward from there.
1: So you just broke out that last one? Do you mind just yeah. re-sharing that one again if you don't oh, mind? Yeah. yeah, sure. So once
0: we've um, a- answered those those four questions of like who it is that we are, what makes us different, and and why, why should they choose us and how how can they contact us? Um, how can we start putting that out there and kind of um like maybe reshaping uh, either website or social media or just yeah, for sure. the, you know emails all those kinds of things
1: yeah I, I think definitely they say if you fail to plan you uh, you if you fail to plan you plan to fail and so before doing any piece yeah. uh again we can also redo pieces and so you might so for anyone who's listening uh and again let's just take a focus on websites for a moment look at your own website is it clear the moment you get there? So there's really three versions I see. One is when you first get there and please don't scroll. It's the first thing that you see. Am I confident with, well, so firstly, it doesn't even get your attention. I think they will even even start there, right? Yeah. Cause like at first date, right? If I walk past and you look at me and I don't even get your attention, like, well, we're not gonna even get into the questions, right? Uh-huh. So number one can get their attention. Right? But once you do, let's just talk about the homepage the whole top to bottom see for answers and see how quickly it takes you to answer the questions of who are you? What do you do? How do I get in touch with you? Or why should I choose you? And how do I get in touch with you? Mm. Is it hard to find? Did we hide the buttons? Did we obscure certain things because of the color choices we've made? Have we even mentioned it enough times or have we even, even mentioned it at all to get in touch or, and my favorite one is people go, oh, you know, we've done some big work for some big clients. And but it's on this page, it's on the about us page or it's hidden somewhere else. I'm like, but that's the best thing you had going for you. Right. Yeah. Shouldn't that be like, shouldn't you lead with that one? Like how many times <laughs> have we gone on a date? And at the end of the date, everyone's tired. And then you bring up something like, well, why don't you start with that? You know? Right. Yeah. So when we look at our own designs and stuff, have a think about it. I mean, would and here's a great question. Would you choose yourself? Would you choose your own company? Yeah. Is it convincing enough? Not does it look pretty? Does it look? No, I've seen some beautiful websites and I just go, oh, so beautiful. I'd never choose them. They look stunning, but I wouldn't want to talk to them. Why? Because I can't find their details. I don't know why I should talk to them. Yeah. So it's just thinking through those logical steps uh, that tie in both emotion, that always goes first. Then the logic of who are you? What do you do? Why is she choosing how And then that's where the action happens. So heart, head, then the hands. Yes.
0: Yeah. I love that. That just like, would you actually choose yourself? Does it make sense whenever you're going on your own website? It's like, oh yeah. Is this, uh, you know, I, I like this photo that I have, like my hero image across, but is it a stunner? Is it? Is it something that's causing people to stop and be like, ooh, okay, let me scroll down a little bit, learn some more? Or does it even align with your brand? Because it may just be something yeah. that you're like, people would probably like this, but then it's, mm. it doesn't match your,
1: your brand. Yeah. And, you, and you said something really interesting there, John. A lot of times, a lot of clients even come to us and say, oh, I love this photo. I love this picture. Mm. I love the way we're worded. And I'm like, but you're using your own jargon. You like it because your staff member, it's your staff member or your your partner who took that photo, but it's never been about you. It's about what your customer wants. And so sometimes we even have to, because I usually say if we're in a a boardroom or something like that with a client, we go, do you know who the most important person in this room is? None of us. (laughs) Because unless we're the target market and stuff like that, it doesn't really what I say as an agency or a creative director or as a client, it's what your customer says. And so, looking at designs that resonate with the customer, looking at the text resonating with it, even the overall style and the design of a design piece. But everyone, I love this, this style of it. You know what? But will your customer like it? So let's take the focus off ourselves and put it back on the customer because they're the ones we're really looking after. Yes. So, yeah
0: oh yeah just like looking at it through their eyes like get yourself out of the picture completely because just like we were talking about you know brand colors and choosing you know my my favorite color is purple and i'm just like purple is not a great brand color for me uh but like that would have been something that i would have chosen at you know 23 24 whenever i started this business Mm. and just been like I like purple. I'm going to put that all over my website, but like getting yourself out of the way, moving all of your biases and everything, just mm, 100%. I'm, I'm out of here and try to put yourself in your, your target client's shoes to where like, okay, what do they want? What do they like? What would they want to see? Or how do they want to feel whenever they're on your site? And is that matching up with, with what it is. So yeah, that is, that is so powerful Irwin. I love, I love that. Okay. Any, any last um, last things to leave the the listeners with before we wrap up our conversation?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it's just realizing that every piece of design is your only shot on building a certain perspective in the customer's heart and stuff. So if you're, so you have what, it's like one sales chance, yeah. Make it a good one. Don't skimp out. And so I have clients who go, oh, you know, I'm not going to get a, a photo shoot. I'm just going to use a stock image or oh, I don't need. Actually, you have one shot. It's kind of like going, again, using that first date analogy. You know, I'm not going to dress up today. I couldn't be bothered getting out the nice suit. I'm just going to wear this one, you know, sort of thing. Buddy, you've got one shot. It's not like you go, okay, whoops, I stuffed up. Let's go do it again. Right. So make every design count and know that every piece of design that you make in a business setting has a certain purpose and usually 80-90% of people we talk to it's a sales one so let's use good psychology to bring out the best in what you do say it with absolute passion and truth and if you don't like it they're not the right customer simple as that yes
0: oh man erwin i love that that is so such a good uh, a good word to uh, to kind of wrap this all up in it's, um, that is so good. Okay. Well, cool. Well, before we kind of get into where people can find you online and follow along and say, Hey, and all of that, there's part of the show that I like to do where we talk about what we're loving this week and it can literally be anything. Uh, it could be a, a movie or a new book or something, or just the, the weather outside or, or whatever. Um, is there something that you're loving this week or
1: Something, something I love is that right? Yeah, yeah. Anything? Well, uh, I well, I've just been doing a lot of SaaS things, things to do with you know software as a service and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I still have to bring it back to uh, what I love. But I, I love looking at business models at the moment, different types. Um, but you know, the whole recurring revenue thing is is something that's really fascinating me about business models. And just when we start businesses, don't just start doing things that you love. Mm-hmm. Start with a business. Model in mind first. And that's why I'm building Conversion Cow at the moment, which is my new SaaS. It's completely built off a smart business um, kind of structure first. Which is you know recurring revenue as a software, but it also has to give value at the same time. So, so that's my business side. Um, nice. From a from a likes and personal perspective, uh, I've uh, really enjoyed gin. Gin's something that I've just got into okay. because a client of mine does gin. It's nice. really big here at the moment. Uh, so trying different gins, I think, is the more uh, fun version of that. Answer. So nice, nice.
0: Is there a favorite that you've tried so far?
1: Well, oh, actually, just a shout out to a uh, Puss and Mew. Okay. Um, it's called Puss and Mew, uh, and I'm uh, no, loving the flavors and stuff. They've got a really interesting, uh, spicy Turkish delight, uh, which has definitely delighted me. So that's a really nice, interesting um, flavor to try as a gin and tonic. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that would that would be very interesting. Okay, I'm gonna have to look for that um, and and see if I can find that. that, that that'd be interesting. I like a good, a good gin and tonic. It's just, it's a, I mean, kind of going along with this whole conversation of just like, it's simple and it it really Mm. works. Like there's not a bunch of ingredients. There's not, you know, four or five, this and like muddle this thing in there and, you know, shake this and pour it over. It's just keeping it clean simple. A GNT. it's, it's just, uh, it's classic. It's very good. Um, so yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to look up that gin. Um, well, sweet. I am, let's see, what am I loving this week? I'm loving a few things. Oh, something, hmm. uh, new today, actually. Um, my, my dad has a podcast now. Um, so oh, wow. it, yeah, his, uh, his podcast just came out today. Um, it's long story. I'm going to try and, uh, uh, cut it really short, but, you know, you can listen to his podcast to, to hear more about the story. Um, but he was uh, he was wrongly convicted of a crime back in the early 90s. And uh, they had withheld evidence that proved that he was innocent. So since then, been able to prove uh, and like find that evidence and show all of that, and he was exonerated and everything, which is amazing. But it was like 23 years later. Um, So it was it was a lot. So he is um, putting together um, uh, well, one, a documentary about um, himself and uh, uh, hundreds of other people who have been exonerated from evidence that was withheld in their uh, their trials. Um, but also moving this like taking it to the Supreme court to change the law mm. across the board because here in uh in in America here in texas um the district that we're under it's completely legal for them to withhold evidence that proves that you're innocent um which doesn't make sense to me um but yeah mm. if that's if that's something that interests you uh, or if you want to join the movement uh, watch the uh, documentary, and uh, we're working on it right now. Uh, my brother is a filmmaker, so he's heading up all of that and directing it. Um, but yeah, the podcast is called uh, "Clearing the Record," and uh, they're going to be interviewing a lot of other people mm. who were uh, wrongly convicted and uh, were innocent um, yet convicted. So yeah, uh, clearing the record. That'd I- be a fascinating
1: to I- listen to. Actually, that's that's yeah, yeah. and uh, I can imagine what he's gone through and. When- and just that journey really oh, yeah. at the end
0: of the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's been uh it's been a lot. Um it's but yeah, we're yeah. we're very hopeful for some change. Um so yeah. And it's just it's it's fun just being like, Yeah, my dad has a podcast now. Uh you know, every share.
1: That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it was it was something that I didn't know that he was launching it today, and then it just like Popped up on uh, on my Spotify feed, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" He launched the first episode. Uh, so, yeah. as we're recording this, the first episode is out today. But, um, but yeah, okay, cool. Irwin, where can people find you online? Where can they uh, follow along, check out your companies, all those kinds of things?
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, for anyone who wants to connect with me, um, I'll definitely jump on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Irwin. Irwin is in Steve Irwin. I R W I N uh, and how H A you so that's on linkedin uh, if you want to find my company uh, i run chromatic so uh, chromatix.com.au uh, and the SaaS company uh, is conversion cow uh, it's kind of like you know how you have Mailchimp and survey monkey you always need what you do and, um, and an, an animal. animal at the end. So I went with Conversion Cow <laughs> like, uh, to you know, milk your website for more leads or beef up your website. So uh, that's conversioncow.com, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay.
0: I love I love the cow puns. This is so good. Okay. Well, awesome. Thank you, Erwin. This has been a delight. I've really enjoyed our conversation today. No, thank you. Right. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wisdom in the Tangents podcast. As always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at podcast.allheartphoto.com. This podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on YouTube and in the Wisdom in the Tangents podcast group on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see when our next live episode is going to be taped taped. What is this? The nineties <laughs> recorded. Um, so you can join the conversation and you can ask questions during our live broadcast. Okay. Now I'm going back to the nineties again with broadcast follow the show on Instagram at wit.pod. It's W I T T pod. And you can find me everywhere at all Heart photo. I'll see you next time. Bye y'all.